Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Writer's Parachute, where we are guiding writer and author dreams to a perfect landing. And today we have with us a special guest, Colleen Vallez, who is here with us with her first book, The Book of Star Demons. It is part of the Fifth Sun series. This is book one that she just released. We're very excited to have her with us today. She's an author and writer. But of course, before we get started, we have just a little bit of housekeeping to do. So we're going to talk about that. Don't forget to go follow us at the Writer's Parachute on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That is at Writer Parachute with no S. Obviously, we want you to follow us on the podcasting platforms. It is available at all podcasting platforms that are available and on YouTube. Please do make sure that you follow, share, like, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. So now to get on with our show, we want to go ahead and continue our series where we are talking about this is the season for upcoming events and awards for writers and authors. There are many, many events going on through the spring, all through summer, into fall, and clearly into early winter. So we're going to talk about a few of those things. We're also going to talk about the awards. A lot of the award seasons are opening up right now for submissions for awards um, that you might want to go check those out. So we always ask you if you have a recommendation for an event or an award, please add that to the comments for us so we can go check those out and recommend those to other people. So today we're going to talk about for the event is the Orange County Festival of Books. Now that's mostly for children's books, but it is one of the bigger events out there for children's books. Now, I do believe that they do have other books, but it is most specifically geared towards children's books. But I do encourage you to check that out. I believe that the normal dates for that is in November of each year. There, um, there are also other events specifically geared towards children's book going into the month of November, which is Children's Book Month. Um, that you can check out in and around the uh, United States. Also, we want to talk about awards. Now, this is another one of those that kind of straddles the line between a review and an award, but it is one of the more recognized ones, especially if you are writing in any kind of uh, book that is in a children's genre. Now, I know this feels like we're stuck in children's a lot, but that is what I know the most. We will expand that to include other categories. But if you have a book that is anywhere near a children's um, genre or even in young adult, as with Colleen, is the Mom's Choice Awards. It is a award program. It is a little bit more expensive than a lot of the other ones, but it does bring with it a lot of clout. Um, you know, there's nothing greater than being able to say that you are a mom's choice gold medal winner uh, when you're talking about a book for children and they do have some pretty stringent guidelines for it. So I do encourage you to go check that out and see if you if you would like to submit your book or books for a mom's choice award. So again, don't forget to leave in the, in the comments any other awards or events that you know about that you would like for us to check out and recommend to our audience. So let's go ahead and move on. And of course, today we want to welcome 
with today, uh, Colleen Baez and her book, The Book of Star Demons. It is the first book in the Fifth Sun series. And Colleen is a California native. She is a former reporter and donut connoisseur, kind of person I could get behind. She is the author of the Fifth Sun series, an urban fantasy featuring fire fingers, shapeshifters, and Aztec deities. Wow, that's a mouthful. She's still wanting to develop her own magical powers. And until then, she'll just continue to write about characters who have them. Colleen lives with her family in Labrador Retriever. When she's not writing, she enjoys hiking, leisurely bike rides, and a paved and well-maintained trails and tea. Lots and lots of tea. And yes, because people always ask, as did I, it is pronounced <laughs> by as. So welcome, Colleen. How are you today? Good, Donna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Can't wait to talk. Yeah, we are so excited to have you with us today. So this series, this book, I haven't Mm -hmm. gone all the way through it, but it is so interesting and it's kind of kept me on the edge of my seat. I just, I I hate putting it down because I really (laughs) want to keep going. I'm like, I know there's something more coming around the corner. I just know, I just know, I just, oh, I'm so close, you know. (laughs) So what inspired you to write this book and series specifically for the YA genre? Well, it's actually, um, you know, the character is 28 years old, so it's not entirely YA. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I was inspired. I like to tell people the events are based on a true story. So I... (laughs) I had a family book that I had taken to a bookbinder who was very difficult, extremely difficult to find a bookbinder in my area. I wanted to get it rebound for my parents. Then the bookbinder died and I couldn't get the book. Um, And so that is actually how this book starts out. And um, some of the characters are actual people (laughs) that I I ran into when um, I was having this adventure myself. But of course it does veer off fairly soon into um, urban fantasy. Um, my life has not veered off into urban fantasy yet. So <laughs> yeah. Well, and so that's what inspired me. Well, I always say that my life is some kind of fantasy. I'm just not getting to enjoy it like everybody else. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. That's the way it goes. So, you know, what I love about this book is in, there is a certain sense of just you know, this is just life going on and this is things happening to the, to the main character in this book, but also it has all of this like mystical, mythological kind of history, all kind of woven together in this weird little tapestry that just literally, as I said, has been keeping me on the edge of my seat. I <laughs> wish I had had more time to, to finish. <laughs> so what can you tell us a bit about this specific book and series? What is the, mm-hmm. the main arc or the story that, that you're going with in this book and the series? Yeah, so for this series, I am focusing on um, Aztec mythology as a jumping off point for the, the magical system and the world um, that is that I build in the books. And um, I did that because um, growing up, I didn't really see much um, representation of my culture in just regular stories. And I remember reading Catcher in the Rye and just being like, ah. Oh, not again. <laughs> like, here's this guy. 
I, I can't relate to him. I don't understand his lifestyle. I don't, you know, understand the way life is on the other side of the country because, you know, regional differences and things like that. So California is very different from the East Coast, from the South, from the Midwest, you know. So I wanted to write something that came from my experience, but also like um, showcased my culture. And um, there's just, there are so many rich cultures and mythologies out there that just have such great stories attached to them. And, you know, you can pick any jumping off point and you can just go so deep into them. It's really, really interesting. I've learned a lot and I hope my readers learn a lot. Um, A lot of what is in there is, um, our real places, our real myths, real beliefs, um, not everything, you know, I've kind of mm-hmm. taken some things and, and um, tweaked them to fit my story, but, you know, it's yes, fiction, we call it so. creative license. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it, well, yeah. And I think that's part of what's keeping me on the edge of my seat, because it's a little bit of like a treasure hunt with history and mythology and all of these characters and a little bit of history thrown in and some like uh, rumors and and myths going on and Uh and all of this surrounding this one and it's just you're just like wow what's gonna pop up next what's gonna pop <laughs> yeah. up? just like wow okay yeah. a lot of things to juggle so <laughs> why did you include mythology and specifically Aztec mythology now I do know that you want to represent your culture which I think mm-hmm. is an amazing thing because that is one of the number one things that I hear from kids when I go into school is that they don't feel like they can see themselves in the character so I do yeah. love that but specifically Aztec mythology I didn't know much about it yeah well it was interesting because I don't I knew a, a little bit about a couple of the gods here and there, you know, kind of the, the major ones that everybody knows about. Um, and so I wanted, um, I knew that the American Southwest basically was um, known as Aslan, which was the um, mythical homeland of the Aztecs. Like the, the legend has it that they started here in, and then migrated south to Mexico City where they set up the um, big city and empire that the Spanish came and conquered. Um, so I already knew that I learned it like back in college or something. So I just thought that that was a way to, to incorporate my homeland, California, right. into this larger picture, into a larger world. Cause I wanted it set in a place that I knew. Um, and so that's why I chose that. And then as I went, you know, I encountered issues in the story I'm like oh I need to figure out how you know what magical systems they have or or who what kind of things the gods can do that um, I need my characters to do like I need to put it all together and I so I do a little bit of research and I I things would just kind of fall into place it was really sort of magical (laughs) the way it happened and I was like wow I got really lucky I feel like choosing that well, you know, and you did such an amazing job of weaving all of those really kind of hard to understand concepts and ideas and cultural differences and locales and 
and kind of history because we, you know, history is also very cultural because how you're taught history depends a lot of times on your culture and your family yeah. background because, you know, I did not know that that this was, you know, that California or, you know, the southwestern part of the United States was the original home or thought to be the original home for the Aztecs. I just always uh, had learned that they were only ever in, you know, the peninsula uh, mm-hmm. and, and Mexico and stuff like that. So that was interesting to learn. So I felt like I was getting an education. I was uh-huh. being entertained and I was being kept on the edge of my seat. And I was just like, you know, and I really have to applaud you for a first book. This is an amazing journey. So I'm, I, hey, I, thank I, you. I really want to continue reading that. So I know you have follow-up titles. This is a series. So mm-hmm. can we expect those titles and do we have the title name set yet? Yeah. So I'm thinking there's going to be probably a five book, five books in the series. Um, and the second book is Army of Star Demons, and that one is currently in edits. <laughs> yeah, yay! Well, <laughs> it's a lot of work. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm um, hoping to get that one out in May. In May? Oh, wow! So that I'm, I'm hoping we'll see how the edits go. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll keep keep checking back. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll link you to all of her social media. I'm sure she's going to blast it out there and let you know when it goes live. Um, this one's been out for just a little over a month. And uh, yeah. as I said, I'm, I'm very, very impressed. So I know that most authors run into some kind of challenge. And that's what we do here on the Writer's Parachute. We try to be inclusive and let everybody know that no nobody's writing journey goes perfectly I mean (laughs) it does I mean you should honestly I think you should go light a candle or or something to the to the edit gods because it's very rare so uh, so in talking about that you know everybody runs into some kind of invisible wall or a problem or a challenge so so what did you run into when you were going on your journey So I've ran into a number of different issues. Um, I will say the one that has been plaguing me the most now is the blurb. (laughs) I I wrote it, I don't know how many times, finally settled on one. And then in the last month, I've been like, well, I don't really think it's doing what it needs to do. So now I'm going to try rewriting it. And, (laughs) you know, I feel like it's a little bit trial and error. Mm -hmm. Like I got to let it go and see how it does. But also I think, you know, there's wisdom out there about how to write a good blurb. So I'm going to try and incorporate that. Right. Well, you know, I usually try to advise people to think of their back cover copy is what she's talking about. It's on the back of the book. Uh, it's the little blurb or description of the book. And what I try to think is it translates most readily to like a movie trailer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times when you see these movie trailers, you know, they're, they're, they're filled with all the exciting moments without really telling you much of anything. And oftentimes it kind of is a little misleading. And back cover <laughs> copies can be a little bit like that. In fact, you want to be that. It's, you know, it's all about, you know, leaving, you know, your your potential reader on the edge of their seat. You want to create curiosity, intrigue, and leave them wanting more. So, uh, you know, but that, you know, that's a nebulous thing to try and grab hold of because what is going to intrigue one person may not intrigue another person. So it's, 
Exactly. You just have to think about what it is, who it is you're writing for and just kind of say, what would be the best way to get them to want to read this story? Because that's what it is, is, you know, the, the people misrepresent a lot of time what the black cover copy is. It mm-hmm. is actually more part of your marketing strategy than it is actual part of the book, even though it kind of dovetails between the two. So, right. Yeah. So, and yeah, it, you know, and, and you are not the first person. Nor will I be the last (laughs) that has rewritten their back cover copy, especially on first books, because you Mm -hmm. don't know how it's going to be received. And quite frankly, most of the time we're just guessing at what the actual audience is going to be. And then, you know, as you said, you know, as time goes on, you'll you'll see that a little more clearly. It's Mm -hmm. it's a lot of things to juggle, but uh, you did a great job with this book. I'm I'm very excited about that. Thank you. Yeah. uh, So I I did notice, and you and I have talked, and we're part of Uh a group, and you offer a free quiz on your website to figure out what kind of a, a, well, I don't even remember exactly what was it. What is it that they're doing on this quiz? Yeah, so it's um, a set of questions, you know, that you can answer. And it will tell you which Aztec deity you are most like. So I've chosen four Aztec deities, um, including one that's in this book and some others that will show up in the next book. Um, and you can determine who you are most like if you're kind of a badass or a an earth mother or a, a hippie guy or a, a, a lover, not a fighter or a lover and a fighter. I think he is. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. And, you know, just kind of a, a good way to get people to introduce to that world. Yeah, well, I know it, it was fun. I went and took the test. I think I ended up being an earth mother. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it, but I mean, not, that's pretty much me anyway. So <laughs> I wasn't surprised. And, and I thought it was fun. And the questions were interesting because the whole time I was taking the quiz, I kept thinking, now, how is this going to translate into an Aztec deity? So uh-huh. that was masterful too, because it did <laughs> kind of question go, well, these seem like random questions to decide how, what kind of a, you know, an Aztec god I would be. Right. Yeah. Well, I tried to base them a little bit on the personalities of the the gods and goddesses that they were supposed to have. So, or incorporate some of their powers. So, well, it, it was, it was very fun and I enjoyed it. Of course, we'll have the link for that. Plus the links to Colleen's book. It is the book of star demons It's the fifth sun series. We'll have the uh, links to that plus all of her social media and her website. And we'll have a link to the quiz. So you guys can all go take it and see what kind of Aztec deity you are most like, <laughs> but before we get to that, we want to tell them where can they find your books? Where they've been- so- yeah, so right now I am exclusive to Amazon. I'm in Kindle Unlimited, so it's free on Kindle Unlimited, or you can get um, a regular ebook or uh, paperback on Amazon. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, you are exclusive to Amazon, but but that's okay. So, um, so let me ask you this: If somebody would want to get maybe a signed by the author copy, where would they contact you for that? <laughs> they can um, contact me through my website. Actually, um, there is a form. Um, it's it, my web page is also attached to my um, freelance site, so. 
I'm in the process of converting them over, but there's a form they can fill out and they can just put in the, the notes section, love a signed copy and um, send an, uh, me their email address and I can get back to them and we can chat about where I would send it. All right. Well, that sounds amazing because, you know, we, we love getting those signed copies. I have, <laughs> have a whole shelf of all my author signed copies. Oh, fun. That's cool. Well, you know, you know I mean, if, if you're an author, you kind of have to support other authors and I'm, you know, yeah. fan girl always. So. <laughs> so do you have any more events that you're, you have upcoming with this book or with the, 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 the other books coming out? Or are you planning on doing live launches, uh, book events or any of that? Right now? No, because I'm trying to really trying to buckle down and get through the edits. So I haven't had much time to plan anything. Mm-hmm. But as as I get better at getting the books out, I'm thinking about doing, you know, maybe some newsletter swaps or some giveaways and things like that. So but I will keep people um, tuned in, in my newsletter. So if they want to sign up, they can learn when when I've got something going on. Okay, great. Well, we'll add that uh, newsletter sign up uh, link for them too. So where can we find you on social media? I am on Twitter rarely, but I, <laughs> I'll check it once in a while. Um, and I'm on Instagram at Colleen Bios author, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Facebook at Colleen Bias author, please. <laughs> and then Twitter is just my person last name, Colleen Bias. Okay, great. Well, we'll have those links for everybody. And um, was there anything else that you wanted to share with us today before we close out the, the, the writer's parachute? I don't remember. <laughs> well, can you maybe just give us a hint at what's coming in book two so I could be excited? Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Book two, they will meet a few more Aztec gods, and um, the Earth may once again be imperiled by um, a set of bad guys who are very persistent. Oh my, oh my, oh my, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, what is an urban fantasy if the world isn't about to end in a few days? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Well, we are so glad that you were able to join us today at the Writer's Parachute. I'm always excited to have new authors come on here. And of course, we invite you to stick around. And again, just remind everybody, we will have the links to all of her um, social media and her book and her website in the show notes. But right now we're going to go ahead to our author tip. I always do a tip on writing, marketing, or promotion at the end of the show we're going to pull the report on that and since she did bring up the back cover copy in blurb as part of her challenge we're going to talk a little bit about that so as i mentioned before the back cover copy is part of your marketing strategy the cover of a book is specifically to catch the eye of someone either scrolling through amazon walking through a bookstore or wherever books are found It is about catching their eye either with the title, with the graphics that are on the cover, or something else that, you know, even the colors sometimes, the color combinations will catch someone's eye. And then once you have caught their eye, then the thing that they're going to look at next is going to be that back cover copy. And this is when 
most buyers make their decision about whether or not they want to buy that book. So that's why it's critical because if you have not continued to capture their attention or their imagination or their curiosity at this point, they put the book down and move on. But if you manage to pique any kind of interest with them, then a lot of times they'll open the book, look through it, or they may just say, you know what, this sounds great, I'm gonna get it. So you have to keep those things in mind when you're writing your back cover copy, that it is part of the marketing strategy. It is about capturing the, um, the reader or the buyer to purchase your book because if they don't buy it, then they're gonna have a hard time reading it, um, which is kind of what we're in the business for. We're trying to get these books into the hands of the readers now. Not everybody's going to read everybody's book. I know we would love to have a world where every book is available to everyone, but a lot of times they do fall into niches. So think about who your audience are, is, who are the people you want to pique that interest and that curiosity with and write towards that audience. Anybody else will just add on as they do. Uh, something else may spark their imagination, may spark their curiosity, may cause them to purchase. And again, it will expand from that. The more reviews you get, the more recommendations you get, the more your audience grows and expands. So, um, I mean, I could talk about back cover copies and blurbs for, for days and days, but I hope that helps you. And uh, I want you to, again, think about the movie trailer aspect. What are the highlights? What is telling the story without telling the story in the most exciting way possible? So, uh, I don't have anything else to add, but I am so glad that you were able to join us today. Colleen, thank you so much for choosing the Writer's Parachute. And we want to definitely bring you back when book two is out and available. And we'll talk that. about those. And I'm just so very, very proud that I know you and got <laughs> to read your book early. So Yay. even though I haven't finished it, I, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very, very proud of you. So again, go check out Colleen Valles' book. It is Book of Star Demons, the Fifth Sun series in this book one. I hope you go get it. I think you'll enjoy it. As I said, so much history, so much culture, so much just unexpected excitement all along the way great job so awesome. thanks so much donna you're very welcome so until next time i hope that all of your writers dreams come in for a great landing so see you next time bye bye